What, we have to have a recess for their moon sickness? Hello and welcome to Polyhedron, your multifaceted podcast for everything RPG-related. I am your host, Matthew, and as always, I have my two co-hosts here, Ryan. You're enunciating a lot. You said that last time. Did I? Yes. Well, I'm going to guess I'm going to keep making fun of you for it then. <laughs> and Scott. Have all your ghost truck. All, all my ghost all truck of your ghost you truck. now? Don't smoke that. <laughs> It'll gentle you. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, he's anyway. holding all my Ghost Rock from the old, the original Deadlands card game. Indeed. Which are cool, because they look like dollar bills, but they have skulls. Ghost face. Ghost face skulls on them. Spooky. I wouldn't really call these dollar bills, but whatever. The spoop times Dollar bill-like things. Anyway. The spoop times Gentlemen. Over. What has been happening in gaming? Oh, lots of different things. All sorts of things. I just got done with ATE. That is after the end. Um, that was interesting because it was a giant, um, logistically was kind of a little bit of a clusterfuck, but staff, uh, with a plum, uh, fixed it and we had a game, which was nice. Cool. Yep. Uh, hey, there was a, there was a, a snafu with the site and they had to go find a site within less than 24 hours and they were able to do it. Relatively impressive considering how difficult Georgia State Parks can be about that. Yeah, kind it of was thing. still up in Tennessee. We still had to go up okay. in Tennessee and. It was actually an Airbnb. It was uh, <laughs> an off It was an off-season area that's used for at, for raft, water rafting, and off-season. So because it was cold and everything, they they had kind of like space. a lodge, a couple oh, lodges. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. It must have been. It nice. was a bad. Uh, but other than gaming, anything interesting in gaming for you two? Yeah, uh, the PDFs for the Cam uh, Camaria and Anarch books came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went ahead and picked them up. Yep, they're good. Me too. I like them. They're good. Uh, they, they, it, they're uh, pretty. of course, a, 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 uh, huh. some controversy has come of it. I'll talk about that in patron content. Yeah, we'll, we'll go, we'll, we'll go into that we'll in patron content. We'll go into more detail about that then. We'll go into it. It'll be fun. But, fine. um, yeah, uh, hot take, the controversy isn't super warranted. Uh, at best you could call, you could call them, you know, the chapter is kind of out of place and it's just like a slightly tone deaf but it's not. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk more about that later. Because then, but overall, you told me earlier off mic that it was a lot of a lot of fluff, aka a lot of setting stuff. Not oh yeah, a lot it's, of it's like ninety eight percent settings, uh, setting material. There's very little mechanics. Oh, it's almost like context is important when you're when you're reading stuff. Yeah, it is. That, Again, I'll expand on that. Yeah, but also you explained to me that there's a little game called Delta Rune that has dropped. Delta Rune, yeah. Look at this fancy motherfucker just releasing chapters of his game. Well, yeah. So Toby Fox, the creator of Undertale, Mm -hmm. uh, has released a small demo, basically, of a game called Delta Rune, which is very clearly connected to Undertale in some way, but. Not in a very clear way. It's its own story. It's got its own. It's a. It's got its own basically new characters, uh, but but it, familiar. But very familiar. Very it's very familiar. familiar. There's a lot. A lot. There's a lot going on. Uh, I don't think all of us have played it all the way through, so we're not going to talk super spoilery. But it's free. You should download it if you liked Undertale. You should definitely check because, out. Because uh, I've been busy hurting myself with Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that in a second because we talked about that <laughs> last episode. But uh, no, if you uh, Delta Room play it because it's an act. Uh, no, not it's an anagram for Undertale. Undertale. 
Um, so Toby Fox definitely has something in mind with it, and it, he evolved his mechanics. It's very interesting, actually. Yeah, it's well, it's, it's a lot more chrono, tri- chrono Trigger than it is Earthbound. Yeah. Uh, and what else has been going? Wrath and Glory is basically going to be released at the end of the year, in the month of December. So the physical copies will be out. I thought I saw someone like posting a phys- like a picture of a physical copy. Somewhere. Uh, or is that someone did someone uh, like find a book or something? Uh, it could have been uh, it could have been the actual a book from the producers themselves, like their preview copy or something like that. Quite possible because someone in one of the RPG one shot groups I was looking at like posted a picture of a physical book that said you know Rack yeah and I'll look it up but it. as far as the physical books being in the United States it's supposed to be late November. Um, what else? Oh, I the Chicago by Night Kickstarter yep. is going on for Vampire as well. Ooh, um, that's go ahead. Is that going to be a book? It's going to be a book. It's okay, a, it's cool. a book. It's um very cool. Uh, it just it looks like it's going to have rules for the Sombra. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just has, it. yeah, I know. Uh, you you tricky motherfuckers! Indeed, yeah, they're gonna they're, instead of one book that's gonna have all the fuff that you want, they're gonna just drip it out. <laughs> so you gotta get them all. Gotta. Get... I want up ten. We'll talk percent. about catching. Oh them yeah. All later. Oh, oh yeah. De- Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu. Today Pikachu content guys. Ooh, We're gonna talk about it. Okay. Oh. Uh, uh, you said one more thing that was gaming related. Crap, I forgot about it. And you reminded me. Oh, congratulations, Scott. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so um, my Patreon and uh, podcast, uh, Simulacra Studios, uh, has gone live. Uh, we're, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've been releasing uh, episodes of Throne of Amber, which is my Di- Amber Diceless role-playing campaign, which we've talked about Amber on the show quite a bit. Uh, and, you know, it's been clipping along. Uh, we've got a lot of episodes ready to go, so I'm, I'm not terribly worried about any sort of backlog. But it's, it's the first stage of that project. Uh, the next stage will be, like, more live stream campaigns. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a, kind of a passion project of mine, as the, at least the Amber stuff is. Uh, so yeah, uh, definitely we'll have links to it in the show notes. Absolutely. Uh, and I urge you to check out both the podcast and the Patreon because the podcast is going to be free, uh, but the Patreon is going to have a lot of sort of goodies and behind the scenes stuff that I urge everyone to give me money for. Yeah, and just a buck a month will get you a whole bunch of extra content just Absolutely. like here. So if you like this stuff, you'll like Scott's stuff. Yeah, the best two dollars you ever spent. Um, I'm going to be on some of the stuff. Ryan will probably eventually be on some of the stuff. Sure. So we'll see what we'll see where it goes. But if you like our content, you'll like Scott's content. So go over there. Um, as a since we're self plugging, uh, I have officially become the by the time this gets out and everything, I'm the official editor for another podcast called the Grim Dark Podcast. It is a podcast. Uh, that pretty much talks exclusively about role-playing in the 41st uh, millennia. Um, so, But it mostly covers, it used to cover all the fantasy flight games for like Dark Heresy, Black Crusade, Rogue Trader. Now it's handling Wrath and Glory and going, oh. starting to go over all that. I've been doing it for a number of years, and I've said I'd help them with their uh, edits. They're only about once-a-month episode, so it's pretty easy to grind through them if you're interested, so check them out. Excellent. And what about your accomplishments, Ryan? I went to work. <laughs> you building a computer? Come on, I'm building. Oh, I'm getting. Yeah, I'm b- hmm. putting a new computer together so I don't have frame drop in Overwatch. Because <laughs> and, and I I got like Destiny two because it was free this weekend, but I haven't like I'm not going to download it until you know I have the computer put together. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, cool. you're having fun. You're doing your you you're living your best life, as Indeed. they say, as the kids say these days. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> 
But anyway, so uh, why don't we get on to our topic? Sure, why not? We actually talked a lot about it already. Online games. Indeed. And gaming online. online. So from a role-playing perspective, uh, online gaming, uh, it, it's there's all sorts of forms of it. I think probably the earliest that I'm aware of is uh, MUDs. MUDs and MUSHES. Mm-hmm. Was, um, yeah, like basically just message boards and yeah, te- chat well, text-based chat rooms that had a little bit of structure to them. Yeah, like it was built on a grid system. Kinda, you yeah. Could move places, go. It was choose your own adventure in an area. There were items. It's one of the muds I was part of. Like yeah, actually, yeah. had full RPG shit going on. It was crazy. I, I could not penetrate that. It was not until I got to like all, uh, yeah, Ultima Online. Was what introduced me to MOBAs. Oh yeah, I did it. Uh, uh, not MOBAs, but MMORPGs. Apologize. I I got I was in. I did it for like a weekend once. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is trash. I'm gonna go play like anything else, because at that point, World of Warcraft had just become available. Ooh, so yeah. That there went that twenty four hundred. Yeah, well, hours there was there was for me it was <laughs> Ultima. Uh, it was Ultima Online, and then it was like. What was it? Ashron's Call. I played a lot with oh, my shit. friends. AC, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played Ashron's Call for a while. Um, man, Ultima Online was so hard. Oh my god! And I... then I played. Was it Rune Quest? Well, I mean, there's... Oh, Rune Quest. EverQuest. EverQuest. I played EQ two. It was garbage. Yeah. I never really got into the MMORPG stuff. Um, You're probably best. Yeah, no. <laughs> good. It's not good. I. Uh... Right. <laughs> I played City of Heroes probably the the most. I played that. I played City of Heroes. Um, it all got down to like grindy garbage. It did. It It, did. That's actually what happens with me. So I played WoW for a while too, and it was about that and City of Heroes that reminded me that like generally most MMORPGs cannot hold my attention because it's like, well, that dude over there has the same quests. I'm not actually solving anything. I'm not special. I'm not special. Mm-hmm. I don't same... feel special. I'm not changing the world in a unique way. We're all the Dovahkiin now. Hey. <laughs> We're all the Dovahkiin now. <laughs> um, I was on Earthen Ring, which was an RP server on World mm-hmm. of Warcraft, so every once in a while there would be people role-playing. Mm-hmm. And not surprisingly... People were being mean to them about it. (laughs) (laughs) On the RP server, there were people bitching at people. About role-playing. About role-playing. It's like, man. I tried to... Yeah. I tried to get in those RP servers, but then I was like, I'm just going to go grind my shit and not talk to anyone. Okay, bye guys. See ya. But uh, I I just wanted to put on some metal and just (laughs) go to Darkshore and fuck shit up. Mm -hmm. But, uh... Eventually, uh, the 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 world of tabletops uh, found their way. Uh, oh, back up, okay. Oh. You got into the Matrix online. Oh, I did get to the Matrix deal. online. It was a fantastic game, and then it started to suck because Sony bought it, and then it died. Yep, then it um, died a horrible death. And died a horrible death. There are still, I believe, pirate servers out there. Oh, I'm sure uh, there appropriate is. Appropriate for the I Matrix. Mean, WoW's getting its official official cla- oh, WoW classic. classic you in, can suffer in, through it all over again. Yeah. <laughs> With mm. the weird polygons. Yeah, and vanilla. But yeah, no, I played Matrix Online. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's all sorts of... I mean, multiplayer... multiplayer like, And there's multiplayer shooters and whatnot, but those aren't really role-playing games. Yeah. Uh, I played more of those online. And most of those MMORPGs, they're RPGs in the sense of they have RPG mechanics. You level up, you you change your character mm-hmm. does change over time. But we're not we're but as we sort of lamented, they don't really change the environment that you're in. You're sort of just there 
doing things. It's kind of like the idea of choose your own adventure. Mm-hmm. You're you're choosing the adventure you kind of want to do, and those are the stories you sort of interact with. Yeah. Um, that dictates the story in your head, but it doesn't really actually impact the I world around you. A couple characters on the Old Republic, which was the Star mm, Wars yeah, MMORPG, mm-hmm. which that was fun because it was basically just a Bioware Star Wars game, yeah. like Knights of the Old Republic. Like you uh, could play the main story of your class stuff. I remember mm-hmm. that that was the big hook. Yeah, it was basically it, nine. It was nine different Star Wars games. Yeah, you had your own storyline with its own unique sort of push and pull and what you would want to do and not do. And very unique setup. And then eventually you got to cross over and do more traditional MMORPG mm-hmm. stuff. But it was pretty decent for what I it was it. trying to do. I had fun with it. Yep. Um, Played Star Wars Galaxies for a long time. Mm-hmm. Now, Galaxies was a different animal because it was very much kind of, here's the world. You have to... That It was one of the first times I'd ever seen a truly, like, from the ground up economy. Mm-hmm. Because craftspeople made everything like there was no loot per se there was some very rarely but most of the stuff was made by like hey you need to make a gun well you're either gonna have to walk your ass out into the field with your little bleep blop (laughs) find some ore deposits kneel your ass down and start digging it out of the ground or you're gonna have to find an architect who by the way you're insane if you did that uh to get that class make an ore extractor like of Ooh. varying sizes. Yeah, it was extremely nit. Like, it, I remember I had friends playing it at the time, and they're like, this is an extremely gritty, like, it's very get, detailed. Doesn't get grittier. Yeah. Like, it's nuts how and gritty like, it was. Back then, they had, like, there were force users, but it was, like, a random shot. If you're, oh, one of no. your characters had an account that was considered, was flagged as force nope, user. You're wrong. I'll tell you exactly how you become a force user. There are these things called holocrons. Anyone who knows anything about Star Wars knows what a holocron is. So they would drop. You would find a holocron. You can grind them in a very dangerous part of the game. And you would go, you, you, you crack your first one open. It tells you to master a job. There are 32 jobs. Good fucking luck. You crack another, you master that job. You crack your second one. You master that job. You keep doing this three between two and four times till you get your blank one. Your blank holocron means, hey, master one of the jobs you haven't mastered yet. Dot dot dot. That's it. Go go. So people would literally go through and master mm-hmm. all of these jobs until one of them, like they hit master rank and ding. You become a force sensitive. Well, would that character become force sensitive? Yes. Okay, I thought it was it unlocked it for another character you could make. Nope. You become force sensitive as a character. The skill trees open up to you, and then that's a whole other set of skill trees you have to start climbing up and re redoing your. Oh wow! Up. I heard it was random. That's that's it, interesting. It may have started out that way, but it was mechanized. Well, I think it. it started out like you had like a slot on your character and your on that you could select to become a force user uh, once you unlocked it. Um, but yeah, no, that's interesting. I was a bounty hunter, so I just fought them, and it was hard and scary. Yep, them Jedi's. Yeah, so MMORPGs that that uh, that's you know probably very little role playing, very little role playing. Uh, but with the advent of stuff like video chat and yep. uh, and tools like Roll Twenty, uh, tabletop games have started to become more and more online, which is great. Game, it, that's where the gaming online comes from. Gaming online, online, yeah, online games. games. That's right. Uh, so yeah, you can set up, uh, you know, using any sort of tools um, at your disposal, like Roll Twenty or Fantasy Grounds or yep. 
all these other sorts of things. Or if just your friends just, are also tools, you can include them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what we do. I, I invite my wrench and my hammer to my role-playing games all the time. Sure, Matt. I have my friends. They're tools. I, you should edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good joke. But anyway, yeah, so you can, you can now play your tabletop games with people across the country or, you know, across the world. The world. The world. Uh, I, have, I have many a story, actually, about that. Um, you, can, uh, and you don't even need, like, a platform. You can just do Discord yeah, or you just, Skype. Mm-hmm. You got buddies. Maybe your buddy moved, like, across the country. You don't see him, but you want to still role play him. You can still do it. Um, but there are a couple complications with doing this. Oh, yeah. Uh, it be a lot of fun. A, they're not physically there, so it's um, scheduling can be an absolute bitch, especially if they're in another time zone. Or, you know, the other side of the globe that I've had to deal with. Um, because I've had a couple people that are literally like 15 hours or a day ahead of me. Oof. And rearranging like they would be up at... I would be playing from like 7 to midnight, but they're playing at like 2 a.m. to like 8 a.m., because that's how their schedule works compared to mine. It's a weird-ass schedule. Yeah. yeah I met some interesting people when I played with them. Uh, yeah, that's one thing. Also, dice rolling has to be a little bit more um, honor-based if they're physically rolling dice mm-hmm. on the other end. Or if you've got a – luckily, if like you have fantasy grounds or you have roll 20, you just roll it in the chat or Man. something, and it will pop out a number for you. I don't understand willingly cheating at make-believe. People want to win. That's people, fair. people, or more importantly, people hate to feel like they're losing. Like they're wasting their time. Yep. Fair. That's 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 always the vision. That's a that's a whole other kind of conversation we can have about like why role playing is going in a specific direction nowadays. Well, uh, definitely failure is a less of a thing, and winning is definitely more of a thing. So, yeah. Dead and maladies in a store. <laughs> Hitting stores this Christmas. Feel like losing some? <laughs> we, you we, will we, every time. We gotta. We're reverse the trope. It's just you, you, losing is vast majority of the time, and you barely ever win. But yeah, um, I mean, and, and with online, I mean, then you combine stuff like Twitch. And then you can live stream your online yes, game. Yes. Uh, or and have people heckle you while you do it. Indeed. Or well, maybe they, give you money. Or yeah. they give you money. Well, they, like they, you. they become... Or they, heckle you while they give you money. It's a new form of... It's just a new form of entertainment. It's mm-hmm. live... It, it's, it's a combination of live improv mm-hmm. and a role-playing atmosphere because the audience sometimes can even influence what's going to happen. Maybe somebody emails the GM and being like, hey, I watched your thing. Uh, here's a suggestion. And the GM's like, that's a good suggestion. I, they go on and do it. Or something like that. That, that becomes a more interactive media involving uh, other people um, that aren't directly at the table. Um, there's also, uh, oh, let's, you can speak a lot about this, Scott. Play by email. Oh, yeah. That is play technically by email. online oh, my gaming. God. So, yeah. So, I ran a play by email campaign for a couple of years uh, based on Aberrant. Yeah, that was most of my college years. <laughs> Indeed, it was. Uh, and, yeah, that's a very interesting way of doing it because it's um, it's kind of moderated in a way. Uh, the way you did it was definitely The way I did it was moderated. definitely moderated. I mean, you can do it all sorts of ways. Like, um, the way I did it was very much turn by turn back and forth whatnot but you can do it in ways where like you know your character your character's action is a you know page worth of stuff that they do that they is sort of more abstracted interaction with the world um but i had like four different players um 
and you know I, I basically moderated all the interactions between them and and took care of dice rolling and all that good stuff uh, and it was a fun way of playing that game because it was it was just sort of a constant trickle of role play it throughout the day. It was also really intimate. You felt, since you're not at the table with the rest mm-hmm. of the group, in that sense, uh, it felt very like singular storyline. You're mm-hmm. very isolated from everyone else's sort of meta information. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what Kelly's story was like. I didn't know what Jaeger's story was like. I didn't know what Linda's story was like. Mm-hmm. She was a player for uh, towards the tail end of that. And so... When I interacted with them, they got to give me their experiences that I had zero mm-hmm. context for. So I had to really, and very honestly, role play in a very particular way mm-hmm. if I wanted to. I, I had to just be very reactive and try to assimilate based on the text. And also, but that kind of situation, you can't read someone's body language. That's it's true. Very hard. Yeah, you have to it. purely read it off of. Uh, so. It can be complicated because if you if you don't have a good reading comprehension or the person doesn't have good typing skills, it can be real complicated really quickly. Yeah. Like mine, because I'm horrible. Uh, well, I wasn't going to say it, but... Um, that's why I, I, I dunked on myself. I just sat worse. here and smiled. <laughs> but no, that, that was a fun game to run. Um, I ha- I've toyed around with some other play-by-email campaigns that never really got, really got off the ground. Uh, but it's a fun way of doing it. It's uh, slow, so be be depending on how fast you post and everything. There's slow. also like forum based role playing. Mm. Play by uh, post. Yeah, I did those. Play by post. Uh, that's another way of doing it. Um, and it's all just basically ways of getting around the fact that getting it together with a table can mm-hmm. be very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, the fact that we manage it as often as we do is a goddamn miracle. It is a goddamn miracle. It's a goddamn miracle. It's a, it's 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 much it's Ooh-y. much harder as you get older because well your life's get busy mm-hmm. and you don't have as much energy to do mm-hmm. stay up till 2 a.m. on a regular basis. Oh dude. It ruins me now. Yeah. I used to be, I used to be so strong. <laughs> These were strong hands. <laughs> strong oh, hands. Ugh. Now they're sleepy hands. Indeed. They just want sleep. I'm Dude, if we right stay up till midnight, I'm like, oh, I'm ready to fucking go to bed. I was up till 5 a.m. Uh, this past weekend yeah. for party. Man, Ooh. paid for that. <laughs> dead <laughs> melody's coming this Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll be in debt for the holidays, just like your players. <laughs> oh, we have we have a seasonal we have a seasonal chart, and various bad things happen based on what season it oh, is. Dude, well, if you know, if it's Christmas time and you don't somehow spend half of your yearly income on presents, you're a bad human being. <laughs> Consume. 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 Uh, yeah, and so all these have sort of their pluses and minuses. When we talk about – scheduling is obviously a big one. If you're online via Skype and all that, yes, you can hear the fellow player. Oh, you can well, kind there, of see them if you're doing video. There are definitely, like, winners and losers in this one. I think we can all – I would personally put, like, the old ways as the the old ways of doing it. I mean, I'm sure play-by-post was fun, but I don't yeah. – I don't. it might be a bit – low for the modern day and not i mean at that point you're basically just writing a series of short stories back and forth to one another which essentially is, which is fine the forum post thing i don't know do people still do that yeah absolutely yeah they do yeah I now mean, I mean, i'm sure it's a little bit lessened because of the advent of easy access to chat and, and video 
uh, conferencing. I guess the the winner in that regard, okay, if you want to just talk about the the video media versus the non-video media, mm -hmm. is that there are some people who are, like, there's kind of tears, right? Because you can have, like, you can have your play-by-post where no one sees or hears your sees mm -hmm. you or hears your voice. Yep. You can have your Skype where people are just doing audio. We we did that yeah. pretty yeah. much recently for our Vicious Mockery mm -hmm. crossover. Still need to listen to that. I'm sure it was yep. fun. Yeah. And then there's the full-blown, like, we're sitting at a table on camera. And I, it's all a level of comfort, right? Like, you mm -hmm. have, like... You're going to get a different audience of people for each of those buckets because not everyone is ready to sit in front of a camera and do this shit. Yeah, it's uh, like L.A. by night. I, I did better by just uh, – I needed – it was interesting. I wanted to listen to it so I could do other things, mm -hmm. but I also wanted to watch it because yeah. their physical reactions and their body language and all that was part of their expression and telling the story because they were – they're very emotive people. They're actors. They're mm -hmm. very good at these things. So – they are telling part of the story, just like in a movie, of their physicality. Well, these days, if I were to sit down at a table and, like, when when I'm at a table with people and I don't, like, see them, like, act kind of, like, be their character a little bit, like, in body language mm -hmm. or, like, when they don't, like, mo do motion, hand motions or anything like that, mm -hmm. I just get it. It's very off-putting, actually. It's like... You, I don't know. I just, well, we're we're also let's remember we're very we love buffer larping we're, a we're, lot. We're, we're got dang lar buffer yeah. larpers, so yeah. of course everything's you know uh, uh, acting. We, at we the try time. and live it a little bit better. Yeah. Well, uh, it annoys certain storytellers actually because like I've sat. I mean, I've sat at a table uh, for seven plus years with all buffer larpers, mm -hmm. and it's just like we'll be. Lar lar larping it out as as we say yep. and the story will be like guys like okay 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 <laughs> we'll get back to rolling dice I yeah it's 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 it, it you can't take some games out of of the role player if they if they've got immersed in those things i'm used to having to hit motherfuckers and, and so getting this back to like uh, uh, games that are online, um, you can run into some, some technical issues. You can also run into some just social issues of somebody had a bad day, they're very busy, and since you guys aren't in a singular place together, it can be very easy to get distracted, especially most people are in front of their computers where they can easily mouse over to a new window while their Skype or their Discord or anything I going totally on. I totally was not doing that while we were recording Vicious Mockery. I totally was, was not, not, not doing that I at all. I was not on Facebook. Yeah. I've <laughs> never been on Facebook while we were recording patron content never. via Skype. I've never done uh, that. Gaming, uh, on, uh, gaming online can be very convenient as far as timing and being able to connect people that are different that are in separate places but you lose a little bit of that it's too easy to get so that's why some people do well at working at home yeah and some people don't <laughs> oh yeah like i i need that separation honestly i need to go fuck off i need to go dick around somewhere else for a while i need to be you know not at my house dicking around yeah and so it, it really tends to, to do that also Online gaming, now let me take it another step farther than that. So we've been talking a lot about you know these people. You mm -hmm. intimately, they're probably your friends or they're old friends. Right? Oh, randos. Rando on gaming online can get very complicated very quickly, and I can explain why. So for a while, well, everyone knows I love Black Crusade. I said it like a thousand times. Why do I have this odd feeling that this story ends somewhere with a MAGA hat? Like, I no, it like doesn't. It does not end in a MAGA hat. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna, spoilers. It does not end with a MAGA hat. Um, but what it is is, um, I have to search online for people who want to play. 
that's great. Then you have to go through the line of, okay, I found people who play, but does it fit my schedule? Do I fit their schedule? Okay. Do then I'm going to be like, Hey, I want to, especially if you're like, I want to run a game. And then you have to like go through the process of who you're going to let play in your game. You don't know these people. You've not interacted with these people. You therefore you have no idea how their personalities are going to mesh. You don't know if they're going to like your style of game. Or you're going to like their form of role-playing. Uh, I've had a couple people, well, that's why when I decided to finally run, I had to go through an application process. I was like, you need to apply to my game. And then I had an interview process. I was like, okay, I'm going to talk to you. And I got like nine people, and I had to narrow it down to four. Mm -hmm. So I had to take certain considerations. Where are you in the world? What is your time schedule? How do you interact with me? What do you think about the game? All this very involved process. What is and your? What do you feel about the Imperium of Man philosophy? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very important question you should ask your 40k. Well, players. I was actually mostly about like, what type of role player are you? Are you here to oh, roll dice you. and kill things, <laughs> or are you interested in getting into the mindset of your character and like doing cool things with the character? Like, what is your goal here? And and even when I got the four people, when we played for a good while, and it was mostly my scheduling that that killed it. It I had issues at the table because the personalities started not working very well together, and I had a lot of in between game session long chat chat logs of this person's doing this, this this person's doing that, and I don't like it. Like it does that. Are you even listening to me? What's going on? And I had to micromanage their personalities and. When they're not your friends, where you understand them intimately, man, that gets, sounds like the worst. It can get really laborious. You're not I, being paid for this. Yeah, I know, and 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 it was part of, partially of the burnout of it. And I was like, no, this isn't working out. And so, do gaming online with randos, with random people, and that entire process can be very, very problematic. I don't so. know if we're there yet. I don't know if it's there yet. I just think that, like, the platform for it or just maybe the... It, it, we are a many varied lot role players. Yes. And... With all all such mentalities, perspectives, people, dispositions. Of life. Yeah, everyone. And uh, I don't know. I just... I, I haven't really heard of a situation... Like, LARPing is the only situation, or Boffer LARPing, really, is where I... Well, okay, I guess the long word's fine. Is we're throwing a bunch of randos in the pot. Seems to work out okay, but that's also like when you have more than one person who has to manage everything. Also, you have the physical ability in any of those situations to walk away. They also have to look you in the face and be yep. mean to you, which is actually way harder. Yeah, um, being online has a certain mentality to it, it has a certain issue with it. My cat's being ultra cute with Scott right now. He really is. He's being super snuggly. He has claimed Scott as his own. Um <laughs> He is hugging like, Scott's arm literally and, and like lay. Him. He's probably gonna lay on your arm here in a minute and just probably start going to sleep. That's hilarious and adorable. Yeah. But anyway, cats uh, are uh, cute. Yeah, cats are cute, and they they play games online. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One day, one day they will. <laughs> and now I'm seeing like a mouth when they are evolved. <laughs> when they have arisen. Uh, no, uh, it's so. Buyer beware if you're going to go into trying to role play with people that you do not know online. Not just from a like, oh, they're creepy, dangerous people out there. They're certainly that, but I've never, I personally never run into I that. Just, I just, I let's be 100% realistic about who it's dangerous for if you're going to do online game with randos. It's not the three people at this table due to various genetics yeah <laughs> it's 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 it's, go, it's gonna it can be it could be it, at the very least just emotionally 
uh, mostly uh, laborers. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to take effort, and you're going to have to put a lot of work into it. Um, that's actually why I would prefer to role play more with people that obviously I know, even if they're far away. Just I have a more intimate understanding of them, and I can do what I need to do uh, with them. Uh, but actually, but I had to do that for Black Crusade because there's not a lot of people that want to play slash I can run in games, so it's really hard. It's very much catch as catch can in those situations. Unlike I can go anywhere and play D and D, but that's true. You can literally drown in it. Yeah, but for like. A obscure game that very few people know about or even like it can be problematic oh i had a funny moment just just completely off topic i my one of my friends uh showed up to a party i hadn't seen him in a while and he's going to be starting his own podcast soon oh. uh about running games because he was actually one of my first gms a million oh. years ago um, please extend the invitation for the show believe once you've he gets met run. believe you've met brent maybe once or maybe twice. once uh, but he was talking about he was in water. He's doing he's playing in Water Deep Dragon uh, Heist yay. right now, and he's like, "Yeah, I just got to a part where a fireball just went off, and I'm just like, oh shit, son, things about it's, to get thrown into twelve gear.' <laughs> yeah, you, you just started the adventure. Is what you really did. Things are about to get. Uh, and to uh to the credit of of the writers of that book, I can see how that chapter can go very differently depending on uh, the people I, at the I table. Am, I am speaking since we're still off topic. I am watching another people run through that game. I'm guessing they handle that differently. Holy crap! Did they do that? So very quickly, put I, that shit in patron content. Uh, put that mm -hmm. in patron content. Of I'll explain how, how they went they different, how they did it differently, how they did it differently, and what they're okay, encountering. Okay, as as usual for patron content coming up on this one. Spoilers. Yes, uh, but one dollar gets you one dollar. One dollar a month. You can get spoiled for Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Um, but um, actually, in some respects, not directly like role playing online, but through our actual plays of recording them and then. Mm -hmm. Giving them out to yeah, the world. Yeah, that's another way of doing it. It's a different way. Obviously, we're all in the same room doing it like that, but a lot of people record them even when they're doing Skype and Discord, and mm -hmm. then they put them on YouTube. They put them on podcasts like we're doing. They are trying to reach an audience and want people to be entertained by them and interact with what they're doing. Which I mean, a lot of live play podcasts are done... <laughs> Over the internet with yep. a lot of people in a lot of different mm -hmm. places, I believe some of the ones. Um, the one... It needs requires a lot less equipment. That's that's actually the biggest limitation. I mean, if everyone just throws an audio file in there and they all synced up correctly, you can at that point. Interestingly enough, it, edit, editing it might be sometimes a little easier depending on your recording rig because then yeah, you, then you can it just can literally be. hack it to pieces. Yeah, well, that's that's why if as a little from a little drawing the curtain back from a technical standpoint. Uh, while we used to record, we only had one track that we record off of. Now I have four, but I had to buy literally a specific piece of equipment to do that. Thank you, Whereas patrons. With, with people online, if they do it the way we do it now for some of the actual plays where everywhere records locally and then when you merge all the tracks together, you're able to have fine-tune it. That's cheap. That, that didn't require mm -hmm. no extra real equipment really. to do. Um, the real like hurdle now of those, these types of online gaming is things like Critical Role. They actually had to kind of almost invent the studio space and logistics of this is how you do something in a studio space where you can see everyone without all of them, with all of them being in the same room. Mm -hmm. And it's obviously very difficult and expensive to develop because you, you, you have an entire different uh, sort of just – uh, methodology involved. Chemistry oh. is just so important. Like, it being is. in the same room with people just changes the dynamic of everything. And I, I can understand why, like, you know, I'd still rather, I'd still rather, you know, do Aeon all in one room with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It would be very different. And it would be very different if we did it online because 
I need to be like I can react quicker and also in online you're less likely to talk over someone. By the way, if y'all ain't if you guys aren't patrons right now, y'all are wrong as hell because Aeon has gotten real spicy. It's indeed it, things have gotten rough. <laughs> rough and they're going to get rough rougher. It's getting we we we're knocking it into eleventh gear, guys. Nanites are involved. Nanites are involved. That's Things all I'm are gonna say. Gross. A feelings are had. People are hurt. <laughs> uh, but miracles will be performed. We think psychic miracles. Yeah, it's psychic. really weird. We're gonna have to have a. We're gonna have a. That's an interesting dissection because of how certain powers work. <laughs> yeah, but uh, online gaming in general can be a lot of fun. It can be very rewarding. But there are a lot of there are a lot of stumbling blocks because everyone's still learning how to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Fantasy Grounds actually did a pretty good job of putting that was really that, fun. that was that was pretty good because yeah. they have some of the best rules integration straight off the box that I've seen. The platform is just very very easy to use. Yeah, just I mean, like grab a little piece of your character sheet, drag it, drag it into the chat window, and it makes it happen. Um, I've seen so I've only used Roll Twenty. I'm not an actual like paid member of Roll Twenty. Mm-hmm. And when we played Vicious Mockery, he was a paid member of Fantasy, Fantasy Ground, which means he had the paid content for the module we were doing. Mm-hmm. So he would had all the assets. He didn't have to make in the assets himself. Yep. Roll Twenty, I played a lot, but I'm not a paid member, so a lot of the assets either I've worked with or other people I played in with didn't have the paid either so they didn't have they had to make all the assets themselves mm-hmm. which can get very laborious and not all of the mechanics are integrated correctly it, it takes a certain sort of mind so to many be people, okay though, with that even when i was running so many people have been so nice and just uploaded like if you do google image searches yeah mm-hmm. for just grid based mm-hmm. like townscapes keeps uh, well, there's there's like procedurally like machine learning generated dungeons oh, yeah. where you can like pull levers on how much bullshit you want to put your players <laughs> through. Yeah, if you want, and then you fine tune it from there like physically. Size and yeah, and then uh, but even for roll twenty, uh, there's small market for those. People make money off of roll twenty. If any is going, hey, I made this entire collection of like little little drawn little dudes and an entire grid map of this specific adventure that I designed, or mm-hmm. just or they've even gone, hey, you know this old adventure i've i've translated it it all for you so you can just do it and that's what's going on that's why in the water deep dragon heist games i'm watching he's got roll 20 because it's presented but sponsored by them and so he's got all of the actual content from roll 20 for that adventure so he's pulling up pictures and maps and documents and all this other stuff that we don't have when we're at the table that you can actually do more with if you have that content. So for what your you're saying game. is, Matt, we need to sell out hard. <laughs> we need to get down on our knees and lick some serious RPG product boot. I mean, yeah. hey, hey, RPG people, are there any? Boots if you available? have a boot, if you have a boot that you'd like, lick. <laughs> like licking. Podcast at gmail.com. We will, we will likely accept the first reasonable offer on that topic. Um, and just a little off topic, but it's related. So a lot of the uh, stuff that's on the D&D official Twitch channel, mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff is like not in the studio type stuff. This is online stuff that they're like, they mu- they officially, obviously if it's on their channel, they D&D sponsors, sponsors it. So that yeah. means these are people they know and are networked on Twitch and are like, hey, make new stuff. It is possible to do that sort of thing. Well, and that's, I mean, actually, you know, I was kind of, I mean, yeah, I was joking, but not super not joking. But it also leads into that's one of the only that's where online gaming like really is way different from any other version of it. It's you can end up somehow being a professional 
you know, or at least have some yeah, semi professional thing performer. From yeah, you're a performer. You're a performer. Um, you are a actually more more precisely, they are personality that has become a performer mm -hmm. doing this thing. And, and and some some rules mastery, I'm sure, is appreciated. I don't know how much uh, rules mastery is involved with the super popular. Uh, series is I, I don't good chunk. I mean, they're, I they're, some of they're them are really the good game. with the rules. Like for Matt Mercer for Critical Role, most of his players know their character sheets. They don't know all the rules. Matt helps them out and is very elegant about it. Um, some people are like, I don't know what to do. I just click my character sheet and it does the thing. Mm -hmm. That's fine too. It just really depends. It depends on how they role play and how good the group is together. Honestly, if I had money, if I if I had money going into my damn account for it, I'd learn the damn game. <laughs> And that—that that is a promise I will hold to you, boot givers. <laughs> I will always learn the system. I, I learn, want to learn systems. Yeah, I, I can't not. I can't not learn the system because I have to learn how to break the system. Spoilers: I would make my AI character pretty differently if now that I know how the system actually <laughs> works. Yeah, uh, it's very different than I was expecting because I didn't actually before I made my character. I didn't read the entire rulebook because we don't actually have a. Decently laid out rule book, and I'm sure yeah. some of that stuff will probably change in the in the final editions. Yeah, I would I imagine so. it will. I hope they get clarifications. Oh but, boy, do they need them! So, uh, yeah. what else would we like to talk about? Consider online gaming or gaming online. We've talked a lot about uh, MMORPGs, hot RP sects on. There is the fuckings on yep, MMORPGs. That is that is almost the origin of online rpg if we wanted to get kind of mature with it for a second i mean people just needed an outlet by which to bone hey aol chat room folk where are you good old fuck mushes oh um, yeah it's uh, 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 some friends of ours actually met on a fuck mush and now they're married yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> about that specific. I like I like that. Re our different two reactions. I'm just like, oh, that's cute. And I'm like, well, oh. no, I know them, and I, I cherish them as friends, so I don't mind. I'm it just like, takes all kind. I just all kind. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you forget those little things. Yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 an outlet. Also, we it was also not just them, but people younger, a little our age. Like we were maturing in sexual. We were. Sexually maturing at the exact same time that we had chat rooms. No, mm -hmm. I mean, as uh, a non-gross thing, there were non-sex things that happened yeah. in AOL uh, arts. And, it was actually in the arts and entertainment chat room section. There were specifically tags for whether this was like an RP room, and there was dice rolling programs mm -hmm. built, oh, in, absolutely. built yeah. into the chat room. I remember I was taught that was kind of taught how to do that. Plus, I was also taught a little bit about how computers and AOL work because they're like people are doing these weird like audio files, like they custom audio files, hmm. like. Slash do this and oh, yeah, it, would yeah, yeah. It, would play, it would play a noise, yeah. Play a noise, and I'm like, How do you do that? And they taught me how to do that like, go into the AOL file, you can insert audio, mm -hmm. and you can sign it a macro essentially. Yep. Uh, and yeah, bada bada boom, you've, you've started learning some stuff. But so, the dice rolling pro programs in there led to like some very, very sizable, almost like I could only put it at like salt. Lar like regular buffer larp population levels oh, of yeah. of MMO style interactions, but way more like people had to like agree to rule sets, yeah, uh, have meetings, and you know, sort of talk like about. We were story. playing with this sort of these these house rules and yep. not these house rules, and this is how Guild, we're doing it. Guilds, 
guild forums which had you know sort of like there were 10 guilds under these and they have rating and it was, it was very very complex i was 12 so oh, well and you, you know. give anyone new technology start start making systems out of it right they just start yep. populating it and trying and testing they push all the levers using are, the tools to create something that was beyond the intent of the creator everyone who has ever been in a chat room where people are doing stuff like that have wanted to do the i punch you mm-hmm and everyone who's being punched wants to be able to say at some point, no, I'm not you, punched. I have not been punched. It's, so, it's, And thus rules are born. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cowboys and Indians. Mm-hmm. Let's remember that. That's exactly how it works. I got you. Slash fish. No, you didn't. Slash roll. Slash mm-hmm. roll. Slash roll. Oh, that's good. I think there's already a slash roll. But anyways. Yeah. Uh, but if that's all else we got, uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head concerning gaming online or online games uh they're becoming more uh, all i can say is most video games are now becoming online and have rpg elements in them mm-hmm. uh i mean the new f- look at fallout 76 oh yeah that's yeah how's that working i haven't played it i'm not in the beta when i get my new system i might actually like take a look at it yeah i, I wanted i should probably do that too because i because they're like uh, people who have made comments about it that I trust, they're like, if you're familiar with Fallout 4, you're pretty familiar with this. I'm familiar with Fallout 3 and New Vegas. Did Fallout 4 is a that de- much of a mechanically change? a decent improvement from Fallout 3. Uh, I think the story in New Vegas is still the top-notch story. I'm like, about to be like, Matthew, be very careful with what you say next. There's a lot of very angry people. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure 76... The modding is- community wants to string I, I, them up. Um, <laughs> actually, the funny thing is 76 is a prequel. It's a. It only takes like uh like forty years or something after the bombs dropped. So and like only the, and only the other humans you meet are other players. There are no human NPCs. I am aware of the conceit. Yep, but uh yeah that so get used to the idea of role playing online. It's probably going to be ever increasing. Yep. Um, not to say that role playing with your friends at a table is not gonna is gonna go away. Hey, but I'm just saying that there's at least thirty emotes in Dark Souls Three. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not praise, just praise the sun. Praise that sun. It's not just praise the sun. Yeah. Um, so do it with caution. But go have fun. Realize it's going to be a different experience. Straight up and down, different experience. And manage your expectations. Because, wow. Uh, <laughs> I had to learn it the hard way. There be dragons. There be dragons. Or uh, exactly. a severe lack of them if your GM's real slow. Indeed. <laughs> so, from everyone here at Polyhedron, go where your fun is. Go slash roll some dice. <laughs> hey, Matthew here. I just wanted to let you know, if you want to give feedback to Polyhedron, you can go to polyhedronpodcast at gmail.com, or you can go to the show's Twitter handle at polyhedroncast. Uh, if you'd really like to help us out, you can go to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash polyhedron. Uh, give us a buck a month and become one of our bosses and really support the show. And if you're looking to get in touch with us on Twitter, you can find Matthew at BioImportance. You can find Scott at DivisMallCav. And you can find Ryan at arduous you want to spell it r-j-u-o-u-s and finally just so we can wrap it up here if you are listening to this on itunes stitcher or anywhere give us a five-star review it really helps our exposure all right thanks guys